This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Diesel Power Products Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything between owning, operating, or building a diesel pickup. We post new episodes every Wednesday. Amber Ale? Ale, yeah, something like that. And we're live. <laughs> What's up, guys? Ben, Diesel Power Products here with my man, Tyler. Yes. And it is Thursday, my dudes. We're a little late today, but that's A little right. late today. We had some other stuff going on, because as much as I would love for this to be my 24-hour day job, it's not. Yeah. This is break time. This yeah. is fun times, because we've got some adult bevies and, and you hanging yeah. out with us on a Thursday. Yeah. Happy Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. Happy Heck yeah, dudes. <laughs> Gotta keep it yeah. clean. Yes. Anyhow, today is, it's episode 19, but today is the first part of a series that we're about to start. We're gonna call it the Making Plans series. Yes. You know, make plans to break pants. No. This, is, this is making plans for your truck because that can really make the biggest difference in your build. If you if you just go at it all mimbly bimbly like and start throwing money and throwing parts. Yeah, you can end up buying maybe parts twice that you didn't want to or buying the wrong tuner that maybe right. wouldn't work for you later. Or, or you know, the worst case scenario, you're buying parts that don't talk to each other and you end up breaking brand new parts. Yeah. Trying to achieve your goal because you didn't quite, maybe quit do enough homework. Yeah. Or maybe budget-wise, you weren't quite there. Or you just called the wrong place and they recommended the wrong stuff. That's that true. happens all the time. Your buddy's friend's dog walker's buddy's tech friend's sister's retired dad was like, yeah, get red, two, two red, 50s with a stock turbo. Read that on a form once. Yeah. That's yeah. Incorrect. <laughs> Anyhow, a uh, little admin stuff. Uh, thank you for tuning in. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, all of that kind of good stuff. Leave us a five-star review, screenshot it, send it to ben at dieselpowerproducts.com or tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. Please include podcast in the subject line because I'll, I'll be honest with you, I've gotten a lot of these and we've yeah. been sending them out and sometimes they get lost in my emails. Like, we get a ton of emails a day. Mm -hmm. um, so put podcast in there. That way I can always search it and make sure that's going to the right place. Um, yeah, we sent a lot of shirts this week. Yeah, with handwritten notes. Yes. And memes. Yes. Love those memes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about making plans 
And we're actually, we're, we're, we're going to answer a customer's question a little bit later on, uh, which actually kind of relates really well to you know, part one of making plans. Yes. So making plans. Um, what's the first thing you should do if you're making plans? Well, figure out what you want to do. That's true. <laughs> I want to buy a truck. Yeah. Step one. <laughs> Step one. Yeah. <laughs> I want a diesel. Good, because yeah. you should. <laughs> yeah. I mean, first things first is, 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 is figuring out what you're using it for and what parts are going to get you there, essentially. So whether it be you're building a truck just for towing, whether you're, you want to just sled pull, you want to just drag race, or you're just looking for more power and, and don't want to you know, maybe dive too deep into some of the parts as far as like injectors and, 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 and turbos and that sort of thing, transmissions. Transmissions are usually a big one. That's kind of a deal breaker. That's kind of a, a deal breaker for most mm -hmm. anybody that's trying to hit like in, you know, some decent, I don't want to say decent power levels, I would say higher than normal power levels, I guess. But on some trucks, you would need to upgrade mm -hmm. transmission even on even a bump over stock. So having that plan, trying to figure out what you are trying to do with this truck because a guy, that, uh, a guy that is using a truck for towing isn't going to necessarily be the perfect build for a guy that is drag racing or sled pulling. So. Absolutely. And this actually almost kind of relates back to our pick your junk episode. Yeah. This is, is see, we're trying to take you on a, on a, on a ride here, yes. on a cruise. And everything yeah. kind of works linear almost. Yeah. But, you know, we talked about the pick your junk episode where, you know, every truck has its thing. Mm-hmm. That thing should and doesn't always have to, but probably should influence your choice. You know, if you're yeah. someone who says, I hate suspension stuff, I don't ever want to do anything suspension wise on my truck, I hate front end components, get a Ford. Yeah, or like a guy that's like, you know, I want to. I want to build like a like something like Howitzer. I want to build a, a rig that goes off road. Mm -hmm. You're probably not going to start with a Duramax because I mean, the, the, you're going to be limited on suspension. Yeah, so you're literally going to take everything it, <laughs> axle right, boom, cut it right down. off, start from scratch. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, definitely figuring out the truck first, especially if you're, I mean, there's a lot of people that are just partial to like, you know, Cummins or Power Stroke or whatever, which, I mean, yeah, you can make any, any one of those trucks work for whatever you want to do. It's just, depending on what you want to do, it may be a lot more work than others, so. <laughs> Sorry, the guys in the comments section, Ben yeah. McPherson, you're in here. He says he marked himself safe from the Alaska earthquake. Oh, good. 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 Glad you're safe, Ben. Yeah, and so Ryan Houston is watching. I saw this. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, so start your build having a plan. Yes. Um, we talked to some of the longer conversations I've had with people, and actually some of the ones I like are actually making a plan. You know, I, I've, I've spent 40 minutes on a phone and gotten an email list together and then had that email thread go over two or three weeks. Yeah. And sometimes that email goes dead. And then nine months later, like, let's do phase Boom. one right now. <laughs> like, and oh. that gets me, that gets me yeah, going. It's like, dude, cool. this plan we talked about. And then two months later, like, phase two. Yeah. And that's, that's the kind of effort I like putting into a build like that. Yeah. I wasn't always like that. No. And I should have been. Yeah. <laughs> <I wasn't. laughs> Absolutely. But having a spreadsheet and, and parts, and I'm talking every part you can think of, yeah. you have to get new remotes for your keys, that kind of stuff. All those things add up. And you, when yeah. you think back to yourself, you want to make sure you keep track of that stuff. That's a good place to start. So having a plan, I think that's the, one of the, the biggest things. Yes. And don't write down on a cocktail napkin. Don't yeah. just talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know, may, maybe get some links, get some prices, get some part mm -hmm. numbers, and, and start going about that way. You, you never know if, if you don't need those parts and you start looking at them and you see, oh my goodness, on the related parts, I had no idea that, um, what's, a, what's like a similar, or I, I was doing a turbo on my 7.3. I had no idea on a truck with 220,000 miles on it that I would pretty much have to be doing up pipes and probably a pedestal and probably yeah. an outlet to go along with it. That's yeah. pretty much the price of the turbo that you're <clears> adding on to it. And if you didn't know about it, you know, you could prepare for that. Yeah, I mean, even when, even, I, I mean, I can remember when I was even a, a young buck, like in my, like, 
15, 16 year old, you know, back 15, 16 year old Tyler. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I was really into like old school kind of, you know, hot rods and cars and that sort of thing. Like my first car was a 1963 Ford Fairlane, yeah. um, little two-door car. And I, I had huge plans for that. Mm -hmm. And I literally, I we didn't have, I, I didn't really do much with Excel. So I literally had, you know, like the graph paper. I literally would go through like a Jegs or Summit catalog and pull out all the parts that I wanted to do mm -hmm. to the engine and everything. And I even went with my dad and went to a machine shop and I was like, hey, here's, here's my plans I'm doing with this engine. Can you look at this and make sure that I'm on the right track? Mm -hmm. Like I was doing that even when I was like 15, 16 years old. And so it, and it, it sure, everything worked. Everything worked out, worked out great. I built the engine and everything. It was, it was awesome. So uh, again, having that plan and then verifying the parts, if you, if you are questioning it, I mean, that's what we're here for. And that, that we're, we're email is yeah, magical. email is magical. You make that list of parts, send it to us. We'll look at it. We'll look at what you're trying to do, and we'll make sure everything is everything's going to be happy. Mm -hmm. So making that plan, and that really coincides with what you're going to be using the truck for. The next thing, and I think it's going to be one of the biggest things, be realistic. Yes. Be realistic. Yes. You you're you're not going to make a thousand horsepower for two thousand dollars. No. It, you're you're not, not going gonna... to make it for five. You're yeah. not. <laughs> you're not going to buy a you know a truck with three hundred thousand miles on it, do nothing, and drive it for the next ten years. Yeah. Like you got to be realistic. You know, even just like, I have this amount of money. I know I'm going to buy an older truck. I'm going to set aside another. Five thousand dollars for the incidentals that may happen over the next six months that I'm going to figure out. Yeah. Even just like stuff, planning for the stuff you can't plan for, yeah. if you will. <laughs> my wife would be really proud of me right now. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. I do not do that well. My wife's probably going like, he does this with rigs and not <laughs> even, yeah. what's wrong with him? Can't even run it. <laughs> like a, a shopping list. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, ketchup, we got 45 ketchups at yeah. home. <laughs> uh, oh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work, yeah, but for truck stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I got part it's number, I got story. prices, it's all in the same font. Uh, yeah. It's great. I can tell you the box size it's in. Yeah. <laughs> so, so being realistic. You know, trying to, you know, I want a thousand horsepower drag truck, but you know what? I got to pull my, you know, 30,000 pound camper loaded with a toy hauler and all that kind of stuff. Like, you need two trucks. You need two trucks, my friend. You need two trucks. Um, but also, you know, staying within your wheelhouse. Like, you know, hey, I do really like sled pulling my truck, but I do actually need to tow with it a lot. Like, okay. You know, we can put you, we can figure out what you need to do performance wise to be you know, somewhat competitive in whatever class you want to be in, mm -hmm. but also that truck will rip with a trailer. Yeah. And your drivetrain will be strong enough because you're sled pulling with it. You are literally putting your truck through a torture test. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, then using for it. Real. It's awesome. But so be realistic. Yes. Um, you know, and that kind of goes along. Again, we're going to, this is, might be a little repeating yourself, but yeah. having that plan, maybe you're thinking about a certain truck. So you start looking at parts for that truck. Maybe you're thinking about, you know, I want a common rail. And you're like, well, I know I'm gonna have to do injectors. I don't wanna to have to pay $2,800 for injectors. Look at a 12 valve. Injectors for a 12 valve. I, less than a thousand bucks. Less than a thousand bucks. <laughs> and then you get some pretty high horsepower injectors yeah. for less than a thousand bucks. But so. then that's a trade off as well. You're getting an older truck. There may be suspension stuff that's going <clears> wrong with it. There may other interior and that interior. kind of stuff. So it's all a game of give take. So knowing what you really wanna do and having that plan and budgeting is huge. Yes. Um, I think you should talk about that category right there. Some phases? Yes. Yeah, so there's, if, okay, so if you call us and you have a plan and we know what you're trying to do, it's, it's kind of cool because we can, and we, it, it, I love it when I do get a customer like this, is like, okay, here's, here's my goal, here's what I'm trying to do. 
you know, I, I know there's, I need all these parts to make this happen, but I, I don't have everything to make, exactly to buy everything right now. Money's not growing on trees. Money's not growing on trees. And even, it's kind of funny because you'll, we'll get, we have those recipes for horsepower on our website and we'll get customers that will look at that and go, think that's a kit. I'm like, hey, can you quote me on that kit? It's like, well, mm -hmm. okay, it, okay, sure. Yeah, I'll quote you on that. Mm -hmm. And you look at it, it'll be like a 400 horsepower kit. It'll be like six grand, seven grand. Yeah. That's a quick. <laughs> I mean, even for a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty low, yeah, and for for a pretty low power level. So, we can kind of chip away at it in chunks, mm -hmm. right? So we can, if you're looking for like 700 horsepower, we can get you set up with more than likely, you know, uh, tuning, mm -hmm. uh, some of the uh, maybe like the. Uh, I would call it kind of the preventative maintenance kind of parts too. We can supporting kind of modifications. Supporting modifications. Yeah. So we can get we can kind of group parts together and go, okay, phase one. You do this, you know, you do you can do this tuner, you can get away with this turbo, which you know, once you start feeling that turbo all the way, you can get it to this horsepower level. Mm -hmm. And if that's your goal, then you're done. Um, so we can kind of group parts together to kind of make it so you're not just you have this goal in mind and you're just kind of stockpiling parts and not able to do anything to your truck and you get bored with it and go, oh, I want I want something else. Yeah, or you potentially do something out of order. Yeah. You know, let's say you are shooting for that 700 horsepower mark and you have the money for the injectors that you want to make 700 by yeah. turbo yet. And you put these, you know, big badass injectors in there with your stock turbo yeah. and you start melting things down. <laughs> yeah. And you've now dug yourself even deeper into a hole. <laughs> yeah. And so that kind of stuff, that's where like calling or just yeah. kind of trying to think things out. And you, you can run stuff by us, by all means. That's, that's what we're here for. Yeah. I think the only thing that's probably the most frustrating part about all of this is trying to have that proper conversation with someone who has no plan, yeah, no idea, yeah, and and I don't mean no idea like they're an idiot, just like just they could be the smartest guy in the world, just doesn't know exactly what they're trying to get out of it, yeah, doesn't know their budget, doesn't know like I could even I've even asked the guy like, do you want to pull the engine from the truck? Well, I could, okay. but then five minutes ago we we're talking about you being hesitant to put a tuner on it. Yeah. It's like, you, you, you gotta, there's got to be some consistency. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, for sure. And, 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 and saying things like, you know what, I'm not comfortable with my level to pull a transmission. Yeah. Okay, then let's make sure that when we're talking about budget that you have money in there to take it to someone to do a transmission. Exactly. Or making sure that your power level stays below. So you don't have you to. need to do a transmission. Yeah. And that's all give take. Well, well, I want 700 horsepower. Like, well, you need a transmission. Yeah. So you need to figure that out. <laughs> just, yeah. So that that's probably one of my one of my biggest gripes there. Yeah. Um, supporting modifications also a big gripe. We kind of touched on that before. Yeah. Um, they're not cool. They're not sexy. They're not. A lot of times they're not that fun. Yeah. But you gotta do them. You gotta. And do them. our list that we include, we try to make it as as comprehensive as possible. Yes. I'm talking like making sure that you put the gasket installation kit in when you're doing head studs or something like that, or are you doing an intake um, or a I'm talking myself into a circle yeah. now. Well, the but lines with injectors. Lines or, with injectors. Yeah, tubes with uh, common rail uh, Cummins injectors. So right. stuff like that. Um, so and those little things, like I mentioned, they can add up quick. So speaking of adding up quick, mm -hmm. uh, I had a question from a viewer um, that is actually a really good one, and it got us all thinking. And I started making a list for him. Yeah. Um, and I haven't even shown the list yet. So Austin, if you're watching. Yeah, this is this is pretty cool. This I mean, is kind of what we were talking here. about yeah. here. And. I hope I don't scare you, <laughs> but these are the kind of things that you find when you start looking at that kind of stuff. So Austin uh, emailed in, he left us a five-star review. I sent him a shirt with a letter and a dank meme. Yeah. <laughs> and a handwritten letter. Handwritten and note. Basically what we talked about is he's out in Missouri. 
he's looking, he's got about 15 grand for a truck and potentially right around 1500 bucks afterwards uh, for budget to kind of like make sure things kind of get to where he wants to go. Yeah. He's not looking to make a ton of horsepower, you know, the 450, 500 mark. Yeah. Reliable, responsible. You know, it, I, I don't know, I can't remember if you said it was your first diesel or not, but um, I think he's, he's a younger guy if I recall. Yeah, looking by a Duramax. And wants to get into a Duramax. Yeah. So if we're thinking 15 grand is your, your price range for a truck-ish, um, you're, you're pretty much, you know, you're not gonna get an LML. Let's just wipe that out, not gonna happen. Yeah. Probably not gonna find an LMM that's gonna be worth anything. It's gonna be, it's gonna be high mileage. It's gonna be high mileage and probably beat to crap. Yeah. So you're pretty much looking LVC, or LVZ, L-O-Y, L. If you, if, if you get lucky, yeah. Or uh, an LBZ, if you get, I would say if you get lucky, a clean mm -hmm. LBZ. I mean, they're starting to come down in price. But yeah. you're, you're going to sacrifice, I mean, the, the, that's like the, you know, pre-emissions truck. So that's like the 0607 Cummins, like the, the unicorn, the unicorn yeah. truck. So those tend to be a little bit more money just because they are that pre-emissions truck. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, uh, in his question too, he kind of nailed it down too. He's kind of aiming towards an LLY, which yeah. is a great truck. We got uh, two guys, Sands and uh, yeah. Dustin, both have LLYs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean. So the, and, the, and part of his uh, kind of going back and forth was, you know, he knows the LB7s have injector issues and yeah. injector line issues. So he wants to make, you know, if he's going to do that, the price has to be good enough to make sure that it can account for injectors and whatnot. Um, so what do we do? We actually went on Craigslist and started looking at trucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got all excited. There's yeah. six of us in the restaurant <clears throat> looking at trucks. Sands is even looking at trucks in Missouri. I'm not yeah. even sure where you are in Missouri, but he started finding trucks in Missouri yeah. for your price range. And we found a couple of us went in different ways. Uh, for me personally, I would I think you'd be great in an 03 to 04 LB7. Reason behind that, you get the you know the slightly newer interior. You don't have that old yeah. like late 90s interior with all the wonky buttons and stuff. Yeah, uh, it's an LB7, so fixed vane turbo. You don't have to worry about drive pressure as much yeah. as you did before. Head gaskets are still probably going to be a good idea, but not as much as like a ticking time on with a VGT turbo. Right. Um, and you don't have the VGT turbo to fail on you. Yeah. The downsides, injectors, they're going to have to be done. Yeah. Lines, they're going to have to be done. And with it being an LB7, it's probably got higher mileage on it. You're coming up on 15 years for that yeah. truck. So it's, you're probably going to find with a little bit higher mileage, but they're out there. There are guys that you know, had that LB7 to pull their camper. It has 200 on the clock, and the interior is actually really respectably nice. <coughs> yeah. So I made them a parts list. I made them a parts list for an LB7, assuming that it has... 175 plus, yeah, and everything is at least in good working order. So that means injectors are working, CP3 is working, transmission shifting as it should. It doesn't, you know, aside from maybe a fluid change and headlights or something like that. Like, some stupid. Yeah, it, it, it's, it runs and drives fine. It, it, obviously, I'm guilty of this too, even with my stupid crappy suburban I have now. <laughs> it's never to my liking. I want to change everything. If you guys have noticed, he's added this stupid crappy... <laughs> All this, he's added all these, uh, added all these words in front of suburban. Yeah. I still like my, well, I like my suburban probably <laughs> maybe like 25% less. Um, it's tried to kill me a couple times, but, yeah. but it's, I, I think it's funny that he's added that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I broke it into some phases here and on our list there, there's always going to be, this is kind of bleeds into that as well. There's always going to be a point on this, on a build where you're going to have to take a plunge. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to get a higher horsepower or something like that. Um, if it's, you know, I'd say anything sub 600, there's really not a huge plunge. You know, it's, there, there is, but not as much as like. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Yeah. As far as like stepping stones, like you can, you can kind of, 
you can size yourself into a slightly larger turbo with your stock injectors yeah. and then move up a set of injectors and kind of work that turbo totally. the where it should be. Yeah. Whereas if you start getting to like a 7800, 900, there's going to be a plunge. There's going to yeah. be a point. I don't want to say of no return, but there's a point where like, okay, it's time to break out the checkbook. Yeah. You're going to have to like, you, you've, you've gone through your basics. Yeah, uh, for sure. For sure. So I, 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 yes. Sanzo, I think, would be a great person to talk about that. The, a san, good Sansism, what was it? Uh, every 600 horsepower build is one bent rod away from a 1,000 horsepower rig. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's living that dream right yeah. now. Yeah, Sans was like right on that cusp. He was, he was right there to where mm -hmm. if he drove his truck like a grandpa, he probably would still be driving it right now if yeah. he continued to do so. But... I mean, it's not how, I mean, we, not how we, <laughs> we live full sand all the time. <laughs> full sand. Come on. So, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, he was right at that kind of that tipping point where now, unfortunately, he is going in. He is doing rods. He is doing, I think he's doing pistons. I think he talked himself into doing it. And he's doing it all right. This he's doing it all right. This going to be gnarly. Yeah, it's going to be built to handle that, that four-digit mark, but he says he's going to be well under, but. And it's a manual. He's going to blow that ZF6 up. Yeah. And we're all going to be there to support him. Yeah. We're all going to be there and tell him to do it. And give him rides yeah. and, and poke him till he does it. When it yeah. blows off, we're all going to be like, yes. okay, yeah. here we go. Teamwork. Yeah. So we've got phases here. Um, first phase, and, and I always reserve that first phase for any truck that absolutely do this right now. Don't hesitate. This yeah. is the only one that I say, it's on the clock. Get it done. For sure. Lift pump. Yeah, for sure. And you might be screaming right now, oh, injectors, like we just talked about. Yeah. This is assuming everything's working well, yes. it is right now. And I'm not saying you're going to drive it for a million years after that, but it's at least working well. Um, so if you can find that, that LB7, you know, 175 to 200,000 miles, that clean interior, 10. Yeah. I'd say in the 10 range in there. Yeah. Probably stock suspension, maybe stock wheels and tires. Yeah, but for sure. 10, maybe even <clears throat> like wheels and tires, 10 grand. So you, that gives you around that 5,500 to play with. Yeah. The scary part is the number I added up at the end once I went through and actually started adding all the stuff up because I would have thought to myself, we could probably do that. Yeah. I done did it to myself and I messed <laughs> up. <laughs> so, phase one, lift pump. Yes. Trucks sure. don't have one. You need that extra filtration, extra pressure up to CP3, make sure it stays fed. And that will probably actually help your CP3 and your injectors last longer than they were already. Yeah, it could so, save you some mileage too. Maybe put some extra money back in your pocket. Yeah. And back into your truck. Back into your truck, yeah. <laughs> and, and if you're one of those guys, you can hang it really low off your frame rail and let yeah. everybody know, like, the stock has got a lift pump, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sleeper. So phase two is where the fun starts. Talk about phase yeah, two. Yeah, phase two. So uh, what he's got down here is we got SMB intake, MBRP exhaust, uh, tuning, which that's where, the, that's where the fun begins, is when the tuning happens. Yes. That's when... when which, That's when you get that shitty grin. Which, I mean, everybody knows. This is, tuning it on a diesel is just so freaking awesome. Yeah. I mean, there is no other, name, name, name a rig out there other than a diesel that you can add as much horsepower with a couple presses of a button. And you don't have to be a scientist. And you don't have to be a scientist. Is, is there it, any other thing out there? No, and it doesn't cost a bajillion dollars. It doesn't cost a bajillion dollars. If, if that's even a number. Beep, beep, yeah. <laughs> so, Load. Yeah. And then you start getting into monitor, so an edge insight, which if you're looking at that 03 to 04 um, Duramax, mm -hmm. guess what? You can control your EFI Live, which we would recommend with that insight. So you get a bucks. shift on the fly tuning with a screen, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. And then he's got a rail plug on there, which whenever you're starting to add a tuner, you're starting to demand more out of your engine as far as rail pressure and that sort of thing. 
Usually those factory pressure, factory pressure relief valves don't like that. They, no. they start opening up, start opening up too early, which then drops your rail pressure, your injectors aren't working properly, and then you're just you're just leaving horsepower on the table. Especially if that factory one is still on there, it's been on there for 175 k yeah, You throw my rail pressure on it, it's gonna be like, I'm out. Yeah, that's like the most common thing to fail on, on the fuel system, um, other than the injectors. <laughs> but as far as when you start adding power, that's like the first thing that starts to go, okay, we may need to change. So, and, and a lot of people, after they do all these things, may just go, hey. It's good enough for me. That's good. I'm, and I'm that's fine totally that. fine. That's yeah. one of the reasons I kind of built the phases like that right there. Yeah, and that goes back to what we were talking about as far as, you know, doing the, doing the yeah, like you said, doing the phases where mm -hmm. you could do this group of parts together, which is still going to work for you mm -hmm. for higher horsepower levels. Yeah. And so you're not, you're not having to buy parts twice. Yep. You're, you're thinking ahead and you're buying good quality parts. Yeah. And like just if, if you're happy with that, just stop. Just stop. Is, is everything going to be safe after that? Can you still blow a transmission with those parts yes. on there? Yes, you can. 100%. Yes, you absolutely can. So driving responsibly is obviously a good thing too. And we do have transmission tuning included in that. Yes. Um, but that's only going to go so far. So yeah. with that many miles on it, that's going to be one of those things, okay, later on, if I plan on beating the crap out of this truck, it's transmission time. But if you want to drive it responsibly, just wake it off yeah. a bit, tow with it. That'd be a great running truck. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, phase, phase three. Yes. Phase three is where things get interesting. Phase three for this build would be considered the plunge. Yes, so yeah, for sure. This is when, the, so I have basically phase three, A, B, and C. Yeah. Can they all be done together? Should you do them all together if you can? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It makes the most sense <laughs> to do them all together. Can you do them separately? Absolutely, you can. It'd be one of those things where if, if one part failed and you need to take care of that first as budget allows, go ahead, do it. Like one of those parts on there, I have a phase three, letter B as in Bravo, is a new CP3. That truck's got a lot of miles on it. Let's say your injectors are actually doing really well. Yeah. Or maybe for some reason you got lucky in the previous order didn't injectors already. Yeah. I didn't even count Maybe that, that was the selling feature of the truck. Yeah. New fuel system. Maybe, <laughs> you know, I didn't even think about that, but maybe he already did that in, or she, 2018, girls yeah. don't like diesels too. Yeah. Sorry guys. Sorry ladies. <laughs> gonna get shot for that one. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> but it's, you know, the injectors are good, but it's just time for a CP3. Okay, you go stock CP3, running about 735 bucks, or you plan, you already have EFI Live on there, you can do the remapping on there and go with the fleece CP3K. Yeah, because if you're looking at like a stock replacement pump, you're gonna be paying a core charge. Mm -hmm. So if it's something, well, or any remand pump, really, even a modified remand pump that has a core charge, you're gonna be, you know, well, if you want the money back, you're gonna be required to send back your old pump. Mm -hmm. So what's cool is if, if you're, if you kind of, I, I always like looking at new because I don't I don't like dealing with core charge, core charges. If you look I at like it, I mean seven, and yeah, and you, well, and especially if you've got a part on your truck that is working fine right now, mm -hmm. you got yourself a spare. Exactly. You can either sell it and make some of your money back, mm -hmm. or you can just keep it just in case something happens. Uh, but Fleece has a really excellent product, even for the guy that is just doing the stock replacement, but they're CP3Ks, mm -hmm. which is a brand new replacement pump. There's no core to deal with. And if you add it up, I mean, you're 735 plus a 275 core. I mean, what, you're within about 180 bucks, roughly? Yeah, you're within striking <laughs> distance of a brand new CP3K. So why wouldn't you, uh, why would you not go well, yeah. 100, an extra 180 bucks and go get the new? I mean, that, me personally, I would, I would do new. Um, and plus, it's yeah. they, you get the fact that you get the fuel restriction gone. You get the what the LB, uh, LBZ, LBZ. Uh, mm -hmm. FCA in there. And you already have EFI Live, so you can get that tuning right. You can get the, uh, the, the remapping for the the fuel uh, for the fuel tables for that, uh, and you're you're off to the races. 
Yeah, that'd be a great running truck. Yeah. I, personally, I love CP3Ks. Yeah. They, I've, I've been selling CP3Ks since like the late 14. I haven't had to warranty one. Yeah, I don't I think I have warranted a single fleece CP3. And that's, it, not only is it their build, but they, again, are starting with new parts. Mm -hmm. New, 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 new. And you know what's funny is like, I would say probably like 10 years ago, it seems like the reman parts, so the reman price 10 years ago is like what the new part is now. Yeah. As far as price wise, mm -hmm. you know, cause we got like new Cummins injectors that are, I would say a fairly competitive price. I mean, they were like within, I want to say like some of them were within a hundred bucks of the remans. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're screaming deal. So I mean, anytime you can go new on anything, I would definitely recommend it. Right. So. Another thing we have on here, so that was letter B, we have A, and that's the injectors. Yes. So let's say you do end up having to do injectors. And I went through, and we, we do sell a lot of different manufacturer injectors. Um, we all have our loyalties and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> I decided to kind of like put myself in the mind of someone who's their first diesel. Who's shopping. Who's yeah. shopping. You know, what's going to really work for me? And one of the, the types of injectors I think commonly get overlooked, I'm a huge fan of them, and the reason I'm a huge fan of them, is, well, they're the BD Performance Plus injectors. Yeah. They're essentially the stock injectors with a 5% increase. So just a yeah. bump over stock, just yep. enough to like, if you apply some tuning on them, they're gonna work really well for you. Yeah. But they have a two year warranty. Yeah, that's killer. I don't know of any other injectors that we sell that have a two year warranty. Most, you, yeah, and even like a year or 18 months. Yeah, and even with a two year warranty, how many of those Performance, performance Plus injectors have we warrantied? I don't think any. USAG. Yeah, I mean, they're just, and that's that's even a reman injector too. It is. Yeah. And they just do a, and that just goes to show you, when you have a manufacturer like that, that does a reman, that you don't have those type of return rates, mm -hmm. uh, return rates with as far as warranty and that kind of sort of thing, you know they're building a quality part. And the, and the best part about that is their BD's stock replacement, they're, they're like $200 less for the set, yeah. and there's a year warranty. Yeah. So you're getting a better injector a slightly yeah. bigger output. <laughs> it's like, why and would you? And a two-year warranty. It's like, is this a trick? Yeah. For, <laughs> is this, is it, what's going on when here? When you start adding up, like, I don't see how you could not do this. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like I feel like BD's losing money on yeah. this one. Like, what's, what? <laughs> so that's a big thing on there. Next thing, Alliant lines. Oh, yeah. a lot of people don't realize how much lines are going to be. You know, I would say an extra 100 bucks. Yeah. That's an extra yeah. $540 for Alliant lines. Yeah. That's, that's, that's an injector. That's, that's a chunk of change there. Yeah. Uh, injector installation kit, 173 bucks. Yeah. And the PPEI tuning update. 50 bucks. $50. Not that big of a deal. However, when you're counting money and you're budgeting stuff, yeah, every it, little bit counts. Knowing when you're going to spend that extra 50 bucks, especially when you're going to explain to your wife, yep. that's where... Yeah, that's where, yeah. That will save your marriage. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I, like, I am notorious for forgetting about like the whole mounting and balancing of tires. Yeah. <laughs> like When I buy tires, like, oh, that tire's going to cost me this much with these wheels, that's it. It's like, oh no, I forgot. Mounting and balancing, that's like an extra 120 bucks. Like, ah! <laughs> so yeah, those little things, it may not seem like, it seem like nothing on paper, but it adds up. You all right? I got a Oh, you all right? <laughs> that was super appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> We're all getting over the sniffles here. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I, I've had like the sniffles for like eight months. Yeah. So I'm sorry guys, if you're, for you guys that are just listening, yeah, sorry yeah, about that. Yeah, if you heard that, I, I just watched not, myself I'm not, live. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Expletive <laughs> deleted right there. Yeah. Anyhow, um, so in that stage is going to probably be the most expensive stage out of all of them. And yeah. then for the last one, I have head studs. Yes. Head studs, can you do that when you're not doing, let's say you have to do, or you're doing the CP3. Do you have to do head studs when you do CP3? 
No. no. Do you have to do head studs when you do injectors? No. no. Should you do head studs while you're doing injectors because you're already in there? Absolutely. Yeah. Should you do a CP3 while you're already doing injectors? Absolutely. Yeah. Can you, again, can you do them <laughs> separate? Yes. So that, that's kind of the, the stuff you gotta look for. Yeah, I tend to, as far as like, because everybody, well not everybody, we'll get the call every once in a while of someone like, when should I do head studs? When is a good time for me to do it? It's like, mm -hmm. the way I kind of look at it is, when you do a turbo, when you are going to increase the cylinder pressures inside that engine, that is a good time to make sure you got some head studs done because you don't want to put your new turbo on and go out and have some fun and then the first time you go out, take it out and pop a head gasket because you, you've over, you know, over pressurized the cylinder and your head, your factory head bolts can't hang, can't hang, uh, you know, can't hang in there. So yeah. that, that's what I typically tell guys. So do it at the same time you do the turbo, not do the turbo, drive it and do the head studs, do the head studs, then do the turbo. Yeah. So that. Austin, I hope that answers your question. I hope it didn't scare you off at the prices there. But I, I think you're you're not too far off. You're not too far you're, off. Your head's you're in the really right not. place. Your budget is it's on the low side, but all of our budgets are on the low side. Yeah, whose isn't? So <laughs> I mean, I, you've got room to work with there, especially if this is something you're going to be doing over time. And, I think you're I think you're you're right in the wheelhouse. And and, ex and especially if you're looking at that LOI that maybe has a little bit higher mileage, mm -hmm. don't be scared of anything like, you know, 180, 190. Oh well. Oh well, I mean that's 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 not a huge. I mean we're talking twenty thousand miles difference from yeah. like something with one. I mean so if you're looking at a rig, look at that one with maybe a little extra miles, and then especially if they've already gone through because a lot of these trucks these guys have gone through and already replaced stuff, already gone through you know just done injectors, just done this. So look for those deals. Uh, you know look for your. It seems like every like month or so you find like one truck that's like, oh my god, that's a screaming yeah, deal. Like yeah, that yeah. is like the grandpa truck that someone just bought with stock, nothing ever been done, done all the maintenance to it. Um, you know, it may have again a little higher mileage, but as long as everything else has been taken care of, you'll be just fine. So don't be scared of those higher mileage uh, trucks. I think Dustin's when he picked his up, what, it had 180 on it. Yeah. And what did what did Sands have on his his LOI? His was lower. His was I think it was what like 130. Yeah, right. Somewhere there. around there. I mean, if you find anything like 150 or less, you're yeah. doing pretty damn good. Especially for a truck that's <laughs> yeah. like older than 2010. Yeah, that's that's yeah. kind of it's getting it's that's getting kind of rare to, yeah. to find that now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, don't be don't be afraid of that higher mileage ones. Yeah, I mean, really, yeah, I, I've never been too afraid of a higher mileage truck as long as it's been well taken care of. Yeah, I've had two trucks that were higher mileage that I bought, and both of them ended up being even higher mileage trucks that I kept afterwards, or yeah. even like kind of went with my family. Um, a lot we'll say about truck is the interior. Yeah. I never thought that yeah. until you start actually having your own vehicle for a long time. You can tell how someone takes care of a truck by the interior. Yeah. It, it kind of deteriorates fast if you don't yeah. take care you, of it. You, I've seen trucks that, you know, a 7.3, it's got 102,000 miles on it by a guy who hunts, fishes, and works in the oil field. And the interior is completely <laughs> aft. Yeah. Well, like, I wouldn't touch that thing with a 10 foot pole. And, and not only that, but you couldn't clean it up for the pictures. Uh, yeah, what like for real. Yeah, I've seen some that it'd be like, Pretty clean, like, I mean, I, 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 I still have a place in my heart for a mega cab. Like, mm -hmm. I love mega cab right. trucks, especially the third gen body style. So I, I'm always kind of looking at them, and I've seen some that are like, super clean, mega cab, blah, blah, blah. You look at them, and you pull the inside, inside pick, seats all like deflated, there's a big old rip. Yeah. This is like, I, my biggest pet peeve, is, especially on Duramaxes, is the interiors when the buttons are wore off. 
with from like a finger touching it. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that. So <laughs> oh much my god. So many you just times. touched that. Why did you touch it that many times? How did that happen? <laughs> like, were you like punching it? Like, how did that happen? Were you right? Did you hit <laughs> on your knife? Button. Like, what are you doing? Scratching on it? What are you doing? <laughs> no, like, for real though. Like, how does that happen? Now it makes me think is like, I had a truck that I put like 120,000 miles on. And I didn't wear out any of the buttons. I didn't wear out any of the buttons. <laughs> and I look at like steering wheel buttons on like Rams and like they're all wore off. Like, do you literally like sit there and do this the entire time you're driving? Yeah. Just wearing it out, just trying to get to the white. Yeah. <laughs> like, ugh. That's I, my biggest, ugh. I sure do hate the way these brand new buttons look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just really get it. It's going to take a year, but. <laughs> Oh, Maybe that's my rant. I think that's my rant for the day. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a bourbon update. <laughs> Ooh, I should actually do one on mine because so, I've done a lot to it. My bourbon update makes me want to shoot myself in the kneecaps. <laughs> so, so I finally figured out why my suburban, my stupid ass five three half ton suburban, wasn't running oh, right, it and it was it completely situational. So, as, if you were following, I was chasing this random knocking issue. It was giving me O three hundred codes, and it was it never it never went to a certain cylinder. It was always just yeah. Unmetered air getting in there yeah. or somehow getting out. I don't know. It was a misfire. Um, I brake torque tested. I replaced a whole bunch of stuff. I it, it went to Mexico. There, there's there's certain animals in the exhaust that aren't there anymore. If yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> uh, uh, I went and I did you know plugs, wires, uh, exhaust manifold, gaskets. Uh, I did the intake did manifold. I did. Uh, I, I found a massive actually leak because yeah. um, I had a crappy can and intake on it that was yeah. crimped. So I put a SMB intake on there. I think you guys were listening earlier. Thank you. Uh, I put that on there. That actually, every time and every time I did something, it helped. Yeah. It helped and helped and helped. I regapped the spark plugs. I I did. For those. Yeah, yeah. Spark plugs. For I, those. I hate the fact that I have to gap spark. <laughs> I hate it. Anyhow, so after one long weekend of doing uh, the exhaust manifold gaskets, and I had a whole bunch of exhaust studs broken, so I was dealing with that, and I I got it all back together. And I was like, I was losing, trying to pull out some studs that were broken in there. So I said, F it, just slam it back together. Let's see if it works with the new gaskets. And I, I put it all back together, and it's still doing it. I'm ready to shoot this thing. I'm yeah. ready to drive it off a cliff. My, and by this time, it's nighttime. And by this time, it's nighttime. Okay. And I'm sure my wife's in there. She's uh, one of one of her other, our other neighbors is hanging out. They're having a good time, you know, having wine with the kid. And I'm out there wanting to bang my face <laughs> into a wall. And... So I take it out and I do what any good mechanic does. I take it out and I beat the living crap out of it. Yeah. I'm t I brake stood it. I, I, was, <laughs> I had a pin in first gear up a hill next to my house. I was in the parking lot brake torque testing it, like holding it like three grand before the tires break for like five minutes. I'm like, I'm gonna find <laughs> this problem. <laughs> and if I'm not gonna find it, I'm gonna make it so bad that yeah. it shows itself. There you go. And I just, and nothing worked. So I, I come back and, and it, it happened worse when it was idling. So I sit there and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna clean the garage up, open the hood, looked at everything. All right, whatever. It's gonna do. It's gonna do. Yeah. So I let it idle as I'm as I'm cleaning up the garage. Clean up my garage, get everything going, take the light off. I'm like, all right, this is my life now. I guess I gotta find a new engine or get a new truck or something <laughs> like that. You know, just, I, now I drive a really crappy suburban. Yeah, I'm telling you, if I was in your shoes, it would have been left along. Left, yeah. left. Uh, you know, I'd be like, just. Whatever, yeah. it's just gonna run like crap. So, and, and all the lights are off, my work lights off, I go to shut the hood, and as I'm shutting the hood, I see a flash of light as I close it. And I'm like, what's that? The F? <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I've already had a few uh, failure beers in me, so yeah. already, <laughs> a whole lot of cuss words are coming out, and I'm really interested in what's going on. So I open the hood again, and I'm looking, and I see a light flashing. 
And I'm like, that's not supposed to be there. <laughs> I know enough to know that that's yeah. not supposed to be there. And it was uh, the third cylinder on the driver's side. My spark plug wire was arcing against my manifold. And I'm like, uh, okay, well, I mean, one couldn't cause that issue, right? So I, you know, I shut the truck off, I pull the cable off, and, and, and I've already no-tested all of them. I know all yeah. the coil packs are working. And so I pull that one off, and I realize I've had these spark plug wires on and off so many times that now the rubber boot isolator that prevents the like ceramic and everything, it's pulled out. So basically yeah. my connector, and if you guys have pulled GM plugs, you know what I'm talking about, my connector and the boot were basically flush. So I have all these plugs grounding out on my manifolds, right? Yeah. So I, I, I fixed that one, I put it back in, I'm like, oh, it's gotta be the only one, right? I go, oh, and it's still misfiring, but it's way less. I'm like, holy crap, what's yeah. going on here? So finally I have it out and I turn all the lights off and I go over and there's four more doing this. <laughs> and I never would have seen this if I hadn't have gotten frustrated, been working on my vehicle Until at night, I went to close yeah. the hood and had the exhaust uh, shield <clears throat> off of the manifold. Yeah. So I, I fixed all the pl I fixed all the wires, put them back in everything, turned up, engine light instantly off. Idles like a champ. I was so happy frustrated. <laughs> happy frustrated. <laughs> I, I like I, this is. You probably hear me do a lot of like overly rageful things. I wanted to take my wheelie recycle yeah. bin and like throw it across the parking lot. I was so like, I did it! Yeah. Oh, I did it! Moral it, of the story, compression ignition. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. It, it, Make your truck great again. Yeah. And it was just, <laughs> any of you watching right now, hopefully you're sharing my frustration. I'm starting to sweat a little bit thinking about so, it. And it, it's, it's one of those things where I knew I had to do something so stupid and so basic that I just had to keep nailing down the basics until I found it. And I, I tell you what, I, I had the biggest grin when I came in, but at the same time, I almost didn't want to tell my wife what was wrong. Yeah. Because she would have been like, what, what, that what, was it? Yeah. What, what, Why what, don't you what, just get new plug wires? Yeah. Why don't you get like... new plug wires? I did. <laughs> why don't you take it to a mechanic? Because I am a mechanic. Like, why, why, why couldn't you do this? I'm like, it, even a mechanic, if I take it, the, and I, I would like to think this because I, I know GM techs, yeah. and I would like to think it was one, that the only reason one of them would have checked it is because it happened to him before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for real. That's it. Yeah. And that's my story. I hate my Suburban, but it runs great now. Yeah. Diesel. God, I hate worry about them spark plugs and spark plug wires. Anyhow. What's that nonsense? We need to start wrapping this up because I'm running out of beer. It cats yeah. out of the bag. We drink beer during this episode. Yeah, towards what, the end, we what get we got, a little more What we got going on on the tap today? I'm, we have beers, keg, kegs here. Too. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> today, I'm drinking Mac and Jacks. Yes. Me as well, but you can't obviously see it. It's delicious. Uh, here's our beer review, Mac and Jacks. Uh, it's an African amber. I don't know what that is, but this is it. It's the only one I've ever had. Yeah, it's it almost delicious. looks like a heppy when it's in the. Yeah. When it's in there, but it's, it is sure delicious. Yeah, I'm still accepting beer sponsorship applications. Benedictsapparproducts.com. Uh, yeah. We'll go ahead and get you set up here because yeah. uh, it's really important for you to get your knowledge out with the diesel guys because they drink a lot of beer. They do drink a lot of beer. Because we get so freaking fast. We're constantly <laughs> working on things. Yeah, it's yeah. true. And hiding need beer to work on things. So. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, yeah, on that note, <laughs> we're gonna end it here. Thank okay. you for watching. Oh, oh wait, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we got, we got some a questions ton of here. questions. Hold on, producer, don't hit that button yet. Yeah, um, Ben McPherson says fuel. <laughs> yeah, Ben McPherson says fuel. Uh, yes. oh, he's that was an edit oh. there. Fuel, air, spark, always with the spark, and that's the only reason for hard wrenching yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know what exactly. he's talking about. What's the spark? Yeah, uh, by the way, I'm really excited for you to get your AEV stuff. I don't speak gasoline. Uh, we, uh, Mike McQuick, <laughs> Mike McQuilkin. Dra daily drives an LB7 with 600K on it. Okay, 600K? I'll cheers to that. Wow, holy moly. Yeah. Wow, 600K. Yeah. Send us pictures of that. We yeah, want to see that. To see I, I don't think I've ever seen a Duramax that high. Yeah. I've seen Cummins, 
I've seen Power Strokes. I haven't seen a Duramax. I bet you I bet this is a 3500 four-door. I bet she tows all the freaking time with it. I bet you time tow with all the time with it. <laughs> that's the only reason Seriously. that's going to be um, other people comment in here. We got our usual suspects in here. We always yeah. appreciate you guys commenting. Thank we really you. appreciate it. SB, what's up? If you're still SMB watching, builders. that's on it. Uh, ben McPherson says, uh, rest in peace, school bus. If yeah. you guys didn't know, I did have to sell the school bus. I just talked about the suburban. There's no way I would own a suburban in a school bus. Yeah. I want to kill myself if I did. <laughs> I want to find myself in the parking lot. Yeah. Um, anyhow, uh, Austin Poston, hey man, I'm here. Oh, we answered your question. Yes. Right on, dude. Hope you heard. Hope you heard. If not, shoot me a call tomorrow. I'll go over it with you. Yeah. Anyways, we have it. We have it all like wrote out for you here, so we can like email it to you. Yeah. Your whole I list. literally have prices <laughs> and everything written out for you. Anyhow, folks, thanks for watching. Check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Uh, leave a five-star review on iTunes. Screenshot that. Send it to Benny Zipot Products or Tyler Zipot Products, and we'll send you a lovely handwritten note that'll make you feel weird, give you that upper butt crack sweat, yes. and a T-shirt. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's a great T-shirt. We yeah. have really good ones. Uh, thanks for watching. See you next week. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. For all of your diesel performance needs, be sure to visit us at dieselpowerproducts.com. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.